This week, the obvious question is, why do people steal? I'm Mike Trevisano, and each week, one of the hosts, Joe Vitalik, Bob Meyer, and myself, asks a question that may seem to have an obvious answer on the surface, but once we get into it, there's much more underneath, and we invite you to help us find answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. And hey, if you're digging the show, please share it, or give us an iTunes review, or a review wherever you're listening to it. That would be super awesome. When a cashier at a store gives you back a little too much change, do you always give it back? Well, this week, we try to understand for ourselves what motivates petty theft. As you'll hear, some jerk stole from Joe. He tells the story, and we try to understand what could be going on in the head of someone who's taking from someone else, and it isn't a life-or-death situation. We usually try to stay away from questions that have been well-researched and already have answers, but with this one, we're trying to come at it from a more personal perspective than an academic or a psychological one. What does it mean for us for someone to steal like this, and how does it shape our thinking about people who do it? So this has been kind of a difficult week for me. Um, I had a, an incident where a lot of you guys have probably heard of these skimmer machines they have where they, they hook up something to an ATM or a... Uh, a gas pump or something and they can skim your credit card or your debit card number and they have little cameras that can actually take pictures of your pin it's been it's been pretty rampant in the area here where i live and in fact uh, there was a, a skimmer in one of the gas stations and they say it got 304 hits they managed to catch the guys which is great and they had over seven thousand dollars in cash and a whole bunch of stuff cards and things gift cards they had gotten but uh it made me think a lot you know from the point from this i've never had something stolen like that before i mean i've heard about theft i've I've you know, had situations where I, I have actually had things taken from me, but not in the sense where I thought I had a protected card with a pen that, that it wouldn't happen. So anyway, I, I, I had that happen. I, I lost quite a bit of money and uh, the bank is recovering this. That's not a problem. But the question I, I asked, and I'll ask you guys this morning is, why do people do that? Why, why these people that were caught, I, you, know, you see the picture of them and you kind of get a sense of the something about their past, their history, but I don't really know them. I don't understand their situation, but I can tell you the things they, they, they took were money, ATM money. They bought a bunch of gift cards from Walmart. They had dinner out on me at Olive Garden and Applebee's and uh, GameStop and things like that. So there's a whole string of crimes committed that almost don't make sense to me. It wasn't like they were going for the loaf of bread or the new pair of, the pair of shoes to their kids. It wasn't, and I shouldn't even say it, maybe they were stealing the cards for that reason. I don't think so. Why do people do that? Why do they steal from other people? Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a funny, obvious question because I'm sure you know we try to stay away from questions that that probably have tons of research and have better answers than the uh, the three of us can give. But I but I don't know if any of that research would be as clear cut uh, to describe what's going on in the brain of somebody who's who's stealing stuff like you know, gift cards at like game stores and, you know, dinner at Applebee's and stuff like, you know, I, so like take something truly horrible, like poaching uh, African elephants for their ivory, right? It's, it's horrible. It's a horror crime, right? I mean, it's so awful and, and horrible. And yet, when you learn a little bit about, you know, the people who are actually killing elephants and taking the ivory, I'm not in any way, shape or form saying it's forgivable, right? But I understand it. Like they're choosing between uh, their family starving, literally, literally starving, or or an elephant, right? And they're going to make that choice. 
and there's got to be some solution to to make that better but i can understand it and somehow i understand it more than i understand somebody stealing your atm card to you know go out to dinner at you know freaking applebee's or you know use it to buy a bunch of games or something and and there's a psychology going on there that to me must must have to do with a different kind of morality like a different ethic almost in in the way of i can imagine if my family was starving i would go to incredible uh lengths to make sure that they didn't starve but i can't picture myself in a position where i'm just taking to um do something stupid like you know buy something video games or something like that so there's a fundamental difference in in the morality and in the way they're ethically thinking yeah i think i i I come up with this notion of what is mine and and i think everybody has a different feeling of that like mike mentioned the poachers or or somebody in their family starving it looks a little bit more robin hoodish and i think people are okay um with that i i saw on the news yesterday there was like one of these posts that was going around about a woman had a, a, a wind chime on her front porch and a child um, stole the wind chime, uh, unbeknownst to her, and, but then came back the next day and left a note in a $5 bill and said, um, I'm sorry that we stole your wind chime. They said that um, my sister and I were passing by and the wind chime reminded us of our mother who had just passed away. So my sister wanted it. So I needed to get it for her. So, and then this woman, you know, was like heartbroken. Like I need to find this child or whoever this was, because she goes, I also lost my mom when I was five years old. So it's like, you look at that situation and with more of a tender heart with Joe's situation where, you know, clearly it doesn't appear that this person is starving, that they're able to go to Applebee's and Olive Garden and leave a, a, a nice size tip. It's almost like, you know, screw it. <laughs> you know, like we're going to really hurt this person and I don't know it's hard to say what's in the mind of other people when it comes to stealing I guess you have to look at yourself and say I don't know I'll be honest and say have I stolen stuff before yeah yeah I have um maybe the degree of what I stole isn't what other people are stealing but I I would venture a guess to say show me the one person out there that's you know on the podcast or listening to the podcast that hasn't at some point in their life stolen something um, and, and it doesn't just have to be goods. It could be intellectual property or it could be, you know, yeah, I, I, I grabbed that information off of the Internet and put it in my term paper kind of thing. Um, I, you know, it just dawned on me. And Joe, I, I'm sorry to, to blindside you with this question, but I have a question for you. Let's just suppose that the reason they stole is is because they they stole from you. Right. It was easy. They had a skimmer machine. They they got some stuff and they stole. And and if they're repentant at all, it's because they got caught, right? But they don't care about you, right? They they intended to take your stuff. Can you forgive them? Yeah, it, forgiveness is an interesting question. Um, it, it's funny when I was listening to Bob, I I was on a little different track, so I'll, I'll kind of answer it this way. I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think that. Um, and Bob said this, you know, he's stolen stuff. Uh, you know, I was going to make a joke and say, well, I, me too. I stole my wife's heart years ago. And, you know, that would get a little chuckle or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, as kids, we certainly, you know, we do things like that or, you know, cheating on a tax return or something like that. That's all theft, right? So is it part of our nature 
to steal. No. And did you say no? <laughs> was that a quick no? Or was that no? <laughs> I, said, I was I was going to say not that any of us have, have cheated on our tax returns. We have right, not. Right, been. right, right, <laughs> right. Be clear on that. Um, but it's funny because I think maybe it's it's in our uh, say human nature, whatever. Or maybe it's our culture, or whatever, to steal. And the thing that prevents us from doing that is that we might get caught. I don't think these guys thought about that. I don't know anything about them. So I, I'm making a kind of a crazy statement. I don't think they thought that they would get caught. I think they were freewheeling, you know, looked like younger people. They had a machine. They knew an easy way to get money. Uh, they might have had a backstory that says, you know, I deserve this because I came from another country. I'm poor, whatever. They All that kind of stuff. So is it is it partly that that I'm kind of living in this world where I think honesty and caring about other people is kind of an important thing. And I would, I wouldn't do this myself, but I pose this question at a lot of seminars. If no one knew you were going to know you were going to take the money, but the money was sitting there, it didn't belong to anybody, whatever, would you take it? And a number of people, probably 80 or 90% of them say no. And then there are some people, I think they're a little more honest that say, tell me more about this. And they eventually say, if nobody knew and I wouldn't get caught and there was no repercussion, damn right. I would take it. You know, and they come out very forcefully and the rest of the group, oh, they kind of go like in shock, like, oh, hide my wallet, that kind of thing. But I, I, I have a problem with a group where everybody and I've never well, I've had this once, but I, I rarely have a group that says everyone says, no, I wouldn't touch that money. Usually there's some honest person in the room that recognizes they don't know for sure, but they have a sense that they would. So given that, Mike, I would say, can I forgive them? Um, yeah, I could I could create a story for myself that says this is human nature. They were brought up a certain way. They're doing the very best they can. The only thing they know how to do is to take money. And, you know, they're not me. They don't have my background, my life. They don't have our lives. They don't live here in this country necessarily. Maybe they're visit. I don't know. I have all kinds of stories I could make up. And I think it would be possible. But honestly, in the moment, I'm not in a forgiving way. I'm not in a, mm. you know, you know, just let them off the hook. No big deal. Mm. I, I say they they need to be taught a lesson, you know, whether that's you give the money back or imprisonment or whatever the things are that our society deems correct for that. But I think there were 304 hits at a local gas station here. I'm perhaps one of, of 304, maybe 3,004, whatever the number is. I think a lot of people have lost a lot of money, um, hard-earned money, stuff that they you know earned on their own, put away. And, and it's scary when your, your accounts get drained and it goes into like an overdraft situation and more money gets taken to where you actually have no money in the bank. You know, maybe that's a lesson for me, you know, certainly a lesson about protecting the card, but a bigger lesson of what's it like not to have any money? You know, I remember those days. There was a time when, you know, you're younger, you don't have money. But once you get used to it, it's, it's really hard to think about not having it. So in that, again, I'm going to ease into it and say maybe there's forgiveness there, something mm. that the story I don't understand. I, you know, I certainly think that forgiveness can always be separate from, you know, there are repercussions for doing for doing wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Because yeah, I think we go back to why do we steal? And I think there's probably a, a group of folks that are stealing that might have, you know, some justification in their mind. Like I'm stealing this to feed my family or you go. I know, Joe, you've thrown out this example before. You know, you go to a grocery store and, and you get outside and there's a case of water underneath your cart and uh, you didn't pay for it. But you honestly didn't try to steal it. You just walked outside. Do you go back into the store and do you pay for it? And we've posed that question before. And, and again, most of the people go, yes, I'll go back in there. 
But there's always that one honest person that says, no, you know, I just put it in the back of my car. And why do you do that? Because one, maybe because it's like, well, it's a corporation. I don't know. Am I hurting, you know, the guy behind the counter? Maybe if it was like a mom and pop grocery store, you might feel that way that he might not be able to feel his feed his family because, you know, I just stole a five dollar, you know, case of water. Uh, Or you might say, well, you know, that place charges me more for water than the other place down the street so now I'm finally getting payback I don't know what goes through everybody's mind but I think a lot of it is you know some form of justification that yeah this isn't really that bad and next time I'll I'll pay for the water but my time is money I don't want to walk back there in the store um I don't know what are your what are your thoughts on that yeah well I I I Yes, all of those things you said are true. We've had those situations. And I'm thinking, you know, the person that gets the wrong change. Mm-hmm. I, I used to you know, say to my dad, you know, it's funny how when you get the wrong change and it's shorting you, you bring it up. But when it's the other way around, when you get too much change back or something, you're not quite so eager to to point that out. And I was in the store one time with my, my older son and I was at Home Depot we're buying some paint and... Uh, I had the person at 20. He's really good. With, my son is really good with math. And when the fellow at the register handed me back the money, he said to me, uh, hey, Dad, you know, you got too much money back. You didn't give you the right change. And I kind of like moved him like, OK, move on, you know, and and it hit me that I was doing the exact thing that I was taught, that it's no big deal if it's coming from somewhere that, you know, that I'm not stealing from the, the guy at the register. I'm stealing from I don't think it's stealing. I'm getting the wrong change. And And my dad would say something like, well, you know, sometimes you you get too much, sometimes you get too little. It all works out. But I don't recall him ever getting too much and saying, hey, here's the money, got to give it back. So I learned the lesson that day. And it's funny because I think up to that point, I would have acted that way, would have behaved that way. But from that point forward, I'm a stickler for making sure, like if I've got the water under the, under the uh, cart, it's going back. I'm going to pay for it. And I've become a real stickler with it. And I think my wife and I both have it's kind of like there's there's a line I don't want to cross because once I cross it a little bit, then I can cross a little bit more, and pretty soon I I can rob a bank and say, hey, it's just a, it's just money, it's just hanging out at the bank, no big deal, or I can take that million dollars that I found on the street, you know, and 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 keep it as if it's mine. So yeah, there's there's something there that uh, maybe it's the human nature part, or it's the it's whatever it is. It's like an easy way to get something versus the the work that goes into either earning the money or earning you know the thing, whatever it is. There's also the rest of the story too, like about my my son just got a job at at a fast food place, um, you know, kind of his second real job. But when he was filling out his associate handbook, it uh, said if you're short like five dollars in your cash register, you get written up. If it's like ten dollars, um, you know, you get it like written up twice. And if it's twenty dollars or more, he's going to be terminated. So that might make people think differently, right, about the somebody might look at that money and say, well, this is my payback. I got an extra $20 this time because I gave the kid a $100 bill. But if you knew, like, if I knew, like, my son's going to be fired because he made an honest mistake and you took advantage of it, I think we'd start to think differently. And and maybe that's part of it. Like I said, it's this justification. We play out in our mind what's really happening, but that's not really reality. If the reality was that he was fired, I think most people would say, Gosh, I don't, I don't want to do that. I didn't want, I didn't mean to get that kid fired, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that there's a nice slippery slope that 
uh, of justifying stealing when you can put who you're stealing from as someone kind of deserving of being stolen from, right? It's like the big mean corporation. Well, hey, you know, I mean, Walmart has plenty of money. You know, uh-huh. if they accidentally slipped me a 50 instead of 20 in my change or something like that, I'm not, you know, I'm reticent to say a, a damn thing about it, you know, or insurance companies or the government, right? Like these, these are easier than, you know, Someone you know personally, you know real well, or maybe they, you know, they care about you. You're going to steal from your own parents, or you know, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't even so, know where this stapler came from, Mike. <laughs> Look, Trump Tower, maybe. <laughs> what, what you just said, Mike, I, I think that gets me more on a path of forgiveness. That, you know, these guys didn't target me intentionally. I'm just a person passing through, you know, driving a car, buying some gas. It's like. I'm one, and again, the people weren't. They're from this country. I don't know if they're citizens or not, but they're they're foreigners in the sense that um, the group of them. I think the the group is from Romania or something like that. I don't recall the exact news thing, but um, so maybe they perceive it as you know that that I've got this whatever the this is, and maybe I got it by being you know dishonest or being you know somehow taking over another country or. They're stealing the wealth of another country, that kind of thing. And, and they have it in their head that it, they deserve it in some ways. Um, you know, one of the things I remember from years ago, we talked about the values that companies hold, corporations hold. And uh, one of the people that were at the conference stood up and talked about it. And he said, there was three, there's three particular um, values that he sees in all companies that, that uh, you know, make them kind of make them corporations. In a sense, that's, that's what they do. And he, he said, lying, cheating and stealing which I don't think of those as good values, but I could see where, you know, if you look around, you'll see that going on and, and that, that image or that culture that somehow permeates everything we do and we learn from it that way. Yeah, it's, it, it, it definitely gets messy. If you, you watch a, a movie like uh, The Big Short or something like that where, where it's institutionalized, you know, yeah. where what, what you do is, what, is okay. You know, or you, or you have this incredible story that, you know, this is totally okay what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so wrapping up, we've only got a couple yeah. minutes left. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking that the forgiveness is part of it. But the bigger piece for me is that question, why do we steal? It's, it's not as simple as I, I'm probably thinking up, up front, but it has something to do with what I believe is mine. And Bob, I think you said before, what's mine? What, what belongs to me? What, you can't steal something that's not mine. Like you say, I'm stealing all the air. Well, I can still breathe and stuff. I'm good. But if you stole all the air, I'd have a problem with that, you know, in the sense that you'd be stealing some piece of it that, that I need to survive. You know, things that I bought, that I purchased, my land, whatever like that, my house, I view those as mine. But I'm not even sure. I don't even sure if that's true. If I could really own a piece of land, if, why do I have the right to buy it? Who, who did I buy it from? You know, who did I purchase it from? So it's kind of a muddy area, but mm. uh, I look forward to thinking more about that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think ownership comes into it a lot. And, and just what you said there in the wrapping comments makes me think of, you know, what is really mine and uh, and what's theirs. And there's, there's so many things to think about, but it comes down to, you know, my own values, ethics, belief systems, and, you know, honesty and integrity. And, and I'm definitely going to think about this some more offline. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say... Uh... It, I use that story of the poachers to sort of separate one group of stealing from the other, but I bet I'm wrong about that. I bet anybody who steals somewhere, somehow would have a story that would say, this is why I did it. This is why, 
Yeah, well, I know it was Applebee's and Olive Garden, but it was, you know, I needed to do that for some reason. And I still think there's repercussions for it. I can forgive that story, but I, I you know, you got to you do the crime, you got to do the time. Right? <laughs> that's, that's a good wrap cool. up. Do the crime. Do the... <laughs> Mike's, like, Mike's yeah. never going to live oh. that down. <laughs> <laughs> McGruff. McGruff. The... I don't know. This episode sponsored by McGruff, the grand dog. That's funny. <laughs>